Welcome back to another episode of Bar Silence. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bar Silence. This show aims to explore the very best video game music from past and present every single month. You can listen to this show live on 8Beats Radio on the first Tuesday of every month at 2 p.m. Eastern Time by going to 8Beats.co. This show is also available wherever you get your podcasts at, too. So head over to BarSilence.com where you can listen to past episodes, get track listings, as well as clicking an easy link to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. And for all of you regular listeners, I'm really glad you're back. So, we open this episode with start sequence from the game Subterranea for the Sega Genesis, or Sega Mega Drive, as it's known outside of North America. In this episode, we're going to cover some music from three groundbreaking soundtracks that were all created by Jesper Kidd in the 1990s that used the custom sound driver that he developed for the short-lived company called Xyrinx. It was way back in 2014 that the podcast called Pixelated Audio covered this company and some of the same songs we're going to listen to today. But we're going to do this show a little bit different because Jesper Kidd almost made it into the cut for my Masters of EGM episodes that I did in June. And I really wanted to include some tracks that didn't quite make it into their show that I think you're going to like. It was back in the early 1990s as just a young Danish kid when Jesper was getting started as a self-taught C64 composer. He took part in the early European demo scene that combined computer programming, art, and music into heavily conceptual videos that rode the cutting edge of experimental art. At the age of just 19, he co-founded Xyrinx with other people that he had met in the demo scene, who all banded together to develop video games that were eventually sold to Sega. The first of these games released was the 1994 side-scrolling multi-directional shooter called Subterranea. The plot places you in a deep space mining colony that's attacked by aliens, and it's up to you to rescue survivors and eliminate the threat. Each of the missions in the game take place in vast caverns that need to be explored by your spaceship-like craft and the game uses a unique combination of rotate and thrust maneuvers to wrestle with simulated gravity, as well as taking on enemies while completing mission objectives. It does have a reputation for being overly difficult, but its originality was praised, as was the incredible soundtrack. So to get into some of the music next, Underneath Us Now has been Hero's theme, and then we're going to hear the song Funky Writer, Crystal Space, and Last Level. So enjoy these dark and grooving tracks, and we'll return to talk about Red Zone for Sega Genesis next.
In 1994, Red Zone released in North America and Europe for the Sega Genesis by Scavenger and Time Warner Interactive. This action shooting game has some stylistic connections to the Strike series of games like Desert Strike, Jungle Strike, Nuclear Strike, and so on. Red Zone opens with a really smoothly animated video sequence that was created using vector graphics to give you a brief introduction to the plot of the game. The video is really remarkable to watch, even more so when you realize it was made for a 16-bit console nearly 30 years ago. In the game, you move around a map as a helicopter and then change to playable characters as you enter the buildings. The game's top-down point of view has this incredible pseudo-3D effect that was uncommon, if not unheard of, on the Sega Genesis. These effects were maybe only seen using the Super FX chip on the Super Nintendo at the time. The game was met with sluggish sales, and it was very likely due to the pending release of next-generation consoles. But it has found its place within the retro gaming community for being a game that plowed through any remaining limitations that the Genesis had at the end of its life cycle. 
Now, regarding the music, we all know that the Genesis is kind of known for its tinny replication of guitars, but the music that Jesper Kid composed was actually quite the opposite. The soundtrack is loaded with these crunchy and grimy beats that are played with this outstanding use of stereo panning, and it brutally engages the player throughout its innovative gameplay experience. So to get into this next block of songs, Underneath Us Now has been just a part of the title music. It's a lengthy and winding eight and a half minute track that I had to cut down, but I will let it play out. And then we're gonna follow it with three more tracks from the game, starting with Spinner, Headquarter, and then Hanger. So enjoy these grimy beats and I'll be back after that to talk about our next game.
1995, there are a few versions of The Adventures of Batman and Robin released for the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, and Game Gear. The Super Nintendo version by Konami was a 2D action-adventure platforming game that was well-received by fans for its faithful rendition of not only the characters and settings, but also the music of the animated series. The Genesis version, on the other hand, was a run-and-gun style side-scrolling action game that was developed by Clockwork Tortoise and published by Sega. While both are inspired by the show, this game is completely different than its Super Nintendo counterpart. Ultimately, the plot focuses on Batman and Robin working together to prevent Mr. Freeze from stopping Gotham cold in his tracks. So, yeah. The Genesis version of this game is known for being particularly difficult and repetitive. But what makes the soundtrack stand out is that instead of mirroring what the show had already established, Jesper Kid had instead made a Batman soundtrack. It's brilliantly dark, dancey, and has industrial-sounding thumping bass to it. The use of stereo panning and crunchy sounds that were established in Red Zone are used here to a greater and more ravey effect. I would say this is a crown jewel of the Xyring sound, and it should really be experienced with a good pair of headphones if you're not already listening to this on them now. In this last block of songs, we're going to start things off with the ravey goodness of Joker's theme, and follow it with Flying Over the City, then Dark Studio, and finally Two-Faces theme. Enjoy.
And that's the show. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode of Bar Silence about Jesper Kid's unique work pushing the Sega Genesis to its limits. If you want to interact with the show and tell me what you think about my selections, you can follow me on Twitter at BarSilenceVGM. That's where I'll post show updates and various information about the games that are featured in every episode. I hope you've been enjoying the show these past few months, and if you have, please share it with your friends, family, co-workers, basically anyone you know, really. And then be sure to leave a rating review on Apple Music. I'd love to hear what you think. Don't forget, you can also go to BarSilence.com to listen to past shows if you've missed any. And of course, if you're feeling giving, you can always support Bar Silence on Patreon. To play us out, I have one more incredible track from The Adventures of Batman and Robin called Big Boss, or I've seen it online sometimes called Harley Quinn Boss Theme. So let's jump in face first to this absolutely bassy wonderland of sound, and I'll see you guys all next time.